We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey everyone, welcome to the Rotor Grinders Morning Grind Podcast. I'm your host, Stevie TPFL. It's Friday, it's February 9th, it is 2024. We have a six-game NBA slate to talk about here on today's podcast. Joined today by my good buddy, Will Priester, Chief Justice 06. Chief, this has been a fantastic week as far as games. I don't think there was more than eight games slate this week. Uh, that's phenomenal. Like this is the this is the type of week I'm looking for. How's it going, my friend? Yeah, for sure, man. I'm with you 100%. This is the it's kind of the perfect formula, Stevie. Like, a nice collection of games every day. You know, no two or three games on a Thursday and then 12 on Friday. Just keeping it nice and steady. Uh, slow and steady wins the race. And so this, I'm with you. This has been fantastic. Even on this slate, they're going to include some late games. Um, but, like, in terms of how they've broken the slate down, kudos to the sites for – making all this slates palatable when you've got 12 games and went in at 10 30 they cut off those three three two to three games at 10 30 and make it a seven eight game slate you know six sometimes and when they need to pull it back in to make it a little bit more robust they've done that so i i think this is a good a good strategy by by the sites and i think people i i think everybody can get adjusted to it in a beautiful way so Really quick before we jump in and just talk about the slate in general, you have any thoughts on trade deadline day? Um, I feel like there were some things that happened. Uh, obviously, Charlotte lost PJ Washington. No problem. I got no problem with that. I was hoping they were going to trade Lamelo. To be honest with you, um, 
and, and Miles Bridges, but Miles Bridges rejected his trades. He doesn't want to trade. I think he wants that money. Um, but even still, um, I think it was eventful and non-eventful at the same time. Nothing too big happened, but enough happened to shake some things up. I like the Royce O'Neal to Phoenix. I think that, oh, yeah, that's gonna that help helps you. that helps Phoenix quite a bit. Um bunch of trades, like you said. I think that Gafford going over to Dallas helps depending on like how long Lively's gonna be out. Yeah. You know, some of that stuff. Um I, if I mean Embiid was healthy, I feel like Buddy Heel to Philly would have been way bigger. I think it's still big. I mean, Philly's in a great spot where they're at, and then B to be back for the playoffs. So I think that is something that is definitely worth noting. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think Bo- the Knicks have won the all the trades like for the season. I yeah, Bojan and Burks. Yeah, I mean, Bojan going on that team is good. So I mean, we'll talk more about this as we're breaking teams down here over the next week and talking about rotations and how. Rotations are going to change. I mean, Charlotte's on this slate, so we'll definitely talk about Charlotte. I think Charlotte did a good job today. I think they got rid of two good salaries with Hayward and Washington, and you know, build for the future here. So, um, I think Charlotte. I think Charlotte had a, a good trade day. You know, yeah. um, I was I'm, glad to see Gordon Hayward leave because he's hurt every season. And we're paying him so much money. Like, yeah, send him to a contender. Good for him. Good, good trade to get, or good like roster, or like a salary to get off your books. Um, yeah, yeah. I, you know who I think lost trade day? The Chicago Bulls. I, I tweeted oh. this out already. Like, what are we doing, Chicago? What are they doing? Are like, are we happy being like the nine seed in the playoff play in game? Like, how do you not move Caruso and Drummond? Like, okay, you want to build around Kobe White, fine. I understand it. But, like, you got to move. You got to do something. And they just – they did nothing. Um, I, it, I was absolutely shocked by them not moving anybody here. Yeah. And, I mean, Drummond definitely could have helped the contender. Just 10, 10 to 12 minutes in the playoffs off the bench. Like, you know, it could have worked out for There somebody. was a ton of reports that Philadelphia really wanted Drummond. Um, could you imagine? Like, we would have got four, four weeks of Drummond. Oh, Without Embiid, and I mean, yeah, I don't know. All right, let's talk hoops. We got a six game slate. What's up, YouTube? Thank you guys for hanging out with us. Brent, Derek, talking over there in the chat. If you haven't already, subscribe to the Rotor Grinders Morning Grind YouTube page. Um, turn on the notifications that way you know when we go live almost 10 o'clock Sunday through Thursday. Atlanta at Philadelphia, 241.5 total in this game. Atlanta is a three-and-a-half-point favorite. Capella out. Murray, questionable. Kind of shocked that he didn't get moved. Um, Batum, Covington, and Bede and Melton out for Philly. Let's start with the Atlanta side. Akongu has been great here in the two games that he has started for Capella being out, and he played really good against Golden State in that game that Capella left early. Um, just didn't rebound against the Clippers, but was back to rebounding his block upside. I think at 6,200 with no Embiid, I think Okongwu is very high up on my list. If DeJounte sits, I think Trey very much in play here. Um, yeah, I mean, what are your thoughts when it comes to Atlanta? 
Yeah, totally like Atlanta tonight, or you know, on this slate rather, you know, with no Embiid, that's definitely going to impact Philly offensively and defensively, Stevie. So uh, Trey Young at ninety three hundred, even if Murray plays, I think I'm in uh, with Trey here at ninety three hundred. That's going to be a fairly good price for him. Uh, I'm with you on a Congo. Like as long as he's getting 34, 35 minutes, Stevie, he's got forty point upside. Um, because they're basically giving him the lion's share of the center minutes. So it's helping him uh, to hit that upside, whereas when Capella's playing, they're kind of splitting both of them, 24 minutes here, 23, 22, however they're splitting it. So uh, I, I, I like Okongwu. I still think Jalen Johnson, Stevie, continues to be a really good tournament play. Like they're keeping him in this mid-7K range, and while you may not see 40 and 50 every day, you're still seeing it enough here. So I, I like him a ton. And I think that's going to close it up for me uh, with the Atlanta Hawks. Let's go to the Philadelphia side here. No platoon like we talked about. No Covington. Um, Jaden Springer got traded. Pat Bev got traded. Yep. Um, I, I mean, I think it's going to be a lot of Maxi Harris, Ubre Reed for this game. Um you know, I think that there's a little bit of potential for somebody um, to do something off the bench in this game. Maybe, maybe council. Um, but I have I have a lot of interest here in Tobias. I have a lot of interest in Reed. Tobias kind of had a so-so game the other night against Golden State. Kind of a down game. I was very high on him in that game. Uh, what are your thoughts here on the 76ers? Yeah, these main pieces, man. Maxi, Tobias, Reed. Um, Uber, I think they're all in place, Stevie, uh, because they're going to get some minutes here as guys are are out. Um, you know, KJ Martin played 29 minutes against Golden State, and he's probably going to have to play more minutes with all those guys because not only did they move Beverly, Stevie, they moved Morris as well and Court Myers. So, like, you know, they, they moved a fair amount of guys, I think, to, to, to get a few pieces back. So, I I like Philly today. We've been targeting Atlanta all year, so I don't think there's any reason to slow down now when Philly's going to have less bodies available in a really up spot at home. So love Philly today, uh, one of my favorite spots of the night. All right, we got Washington at Boston, 238.5 total here. Boston a 16.5-point favorite. Bagley's out. Baldwin questionable. Tatum is out. Questionable. Tatum's questionable with an illness. Um, Gafford gone. <laughs> I mean, Bagley out. Yeah. I mean, I think the the first thing is like, who do we think gets a, a bulk of the minutes here at, at the five? Um, let me say this, Stevie. I think at certain points in this game, they're probably going to go small and just play Kuzma at the five. With even with with especially with Porzingis playing, that's that's what I think. But I I could be wrong. But I, I think that's what they're going to do. Um, you know, will they play Anthony Gill? Maybe. Will they play uh, Omaru Omarui? Maybe. I I I think I think Kuzma's going to the five for a good portion of this game, though. Um, and Stevie, let me just say. I'm really not thrilled about playing Washington today against Boston for what it's worth. Amori is the guy that I think 
is the play here at 3,800. Um, I, I really do think that this is an opportunity for him to kind of prove himself with Bagley out. I think when Bagley comes back, he's going to get a lot of minutes here with Gafford gone. Um, yeah. So Amori is the guy that I, I, even in a tough matchup against Boston, I think that I'm willing to take some shots on here. Um, and chat saying Baldwin Jr. Baldwin is... He's questionable for this game. Um, he sprained his ankle, so we'll see if he plays or not. But I think Amori has the road to get there as far as like minutes. Casper should get minutes. It's a tough game. Um, but the good thing about like a guy like Amori is in a blowout, he probably doesn't come off the floor. Like he probably still gets some run. Um, so. I don't think I want to play like Jordan Poole or Jones, maybe a little bit of exposure to Kuzma if I'm running like a Jalen Brown or Tatum on the other side. But I, I think Amari would be my target here for Washington. And then on the Boston side, I don't think Tillman plays this game. Um, I, I do think like he's going to kind of mix in here. I think we're going to see a lot more Porzingis at the, at the four potentially here down the stretch um with tillman and horford probably getting a little bit more run it'd be interesting to see like if they take Derek white out of the starting lineup and move porzingis to the four and start horford and bring tillman off the bench um as of right now i don't think it happens but what are your thoughts here on boston well i mean it's going to be a tough spot for um washington facing this team and if Boston runs away with it, I think maybe one of these guys hits upside and the other ones don't. Um, but with um, with Tatum questionable, Stevie, this could – I mean, we'll get this news hopefully early because it's a 7.30 game. It would be nice to get it early in the day so we know what, what we're going to do. But I think if Tatum is out, then that helps uh, us be able to play some Boston pieces because they're going to be down a guy – the the, the uh, production will be concentrated with a few players. Uh, and so if, if that's the case, then Porzingis, Brown, uh, Derek White, and uh, Drew Holiday, in my opinion, would all be in play. Uh, I probably wouldn't play them all together, but I'm saying a separate pieces. I think, you know, one to two uh, out of that group would be fine. If Tatum is in, I'm probably not really interested in anyone, and I'm okay – you know, with one of these guys hitting some upside and the rest of them just kind of being mediocre. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed.
Um, I mean, I have interest in Boston, a lot more interest if Tatum sits. Yeah. You know, then I then I'm taking shots on Porzingis, White, Brown, all those guys. Um, maybe even Drew if Tatum's out. So if Tatum plays, I mean, it could kind of be like a spread out type of situation. So we'll have to see. But yeah, I mean, interest in Boston. Washington's one of the best matchups in the NBA. So just kind of pit, seeing how this injury news plays out with Tatum if he sits here, it's a perfect opportunity for him to take a day off. Houston at Toronto, 231 total here. Toronto, a two-point favorite in this one. Adams, I got to remember Steven Adams now. Um, And Eason and Van Vliet out for Houston. Porter questionable for Toronto. Uh, Let's start here with the the Houston side of this game. Thompson kind of did his thing last time out with Van Vliet out. 5,300. Toronto has been awful defensively. Uh, What are we looking at here for Houston? Yeah, I still think Thompson's in play. I still think Jalen Green is in play, Stevie. I think both of those guys are in play. I think the last time we talked about Dylan Brooks as well, and they were facing Indiana. So slightly different matchup. Indiana's playing with a little bit more pace, obviously. But at 4,800, I think with the, you know, with uh, Van Vliet not beating the lineup, I do think it helps these, these guys that are slightly cheaper, you know, hit a little bit more upside. So I'm still okay uh, with, with uh, Dylan Brooks and, and playing him. You know, we were able to see uh, uh, Jabari Smith. His price is coming down. Stevie, he played 40 minutes against Indiana uh, at 5,400. I think he plays 30-ish minutes against Toronto, and so I'm definitely in on that price. And, of course, Shingun, uh, you know, he's played his minutes at 9K. I don't hate that as well against Toronto. So, Shingun, I, I do like Jabari Smith quite a bit today, Steve, at 5,400. I think that's a really good price on him especially if he's going to be back to, to normal minutes. I think that's fantastic. And then Green and, and uh, Thompson, I, mean, I, I think those guys being the primary guards, just, just big-time plays. Yeah, I think Thompson's a fantastic play with Van Vliet out. Um, I think Green, like you said, he has some upside as well. So, I mean, Houston, I, I like the spot for, for Houston overall. Um, let's go can to, I mention one more thing about Green, yeah. too? I really think, like, his scoring, man, like, we saw him take 21 shots in the Indiana game. And I know Indiana's a different animal, Steve, in terms of pace. But I still think the shots are going up here with no Van Vliet. Like, he, he's a primary option for scoring right now. So, just want to kind of, you know, drive that point home. All right. Let's talk about a team that was pretty active on trade deadline day, the Toronto Raptors. We saw quite a bit of moves here with Toronto. I It doesn't sound like Dinwiddie will even play. Um, for Toronto, it yeah, sounds they like, waved him. I think, I yeah, think they waved him. Yeah, yeah, it sounds like he's getting waved. Um, Olenek might get some run here. I, I don't think he plays in this game for what it's worth. Um, but I do think he'll eventually get some run on this team. What are we looking at here with the Raptors? Well, I mean, I, I think to me, what the Raptors signify, I'm going to tie this in with our analysis, Stevie, is that they're handing the keys too quickly here, right? Like, Everybody's out of his way. They, 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 the keys would be, I'm saying, in terms of their primary ball handling guard, I think, in terms of the point guard position, I think they're handing the keys too quickly. At 6,800, I don't hate it. You know, when he's been healthy, you know, we've seen some nice performances from him. Houston, tough defensive team, I get it. But I am still in uh, on quickly here. Uh, if 
uh, for some reason, I was shocked, Stevie, they didn't move uh, Bruce Brown. That that was one that kind of caught me off guard. I thought they would move Bruce Brown. They didn't move Bruce Brown, so he's still there. You've got RJ. RJ has been a really interesting tournament play for me recently, Stevie. At 7,100, when he's playing the minutes, man, the fantasy performances are coming. Looks like they're trying to build around all these young guys, really like him. So quickly and Barrett are, are my two primaries, and I think we roll from there. Yeah, I mean, Schroeder and Thad Young are gone. Um, and with with Porter banged up right here, I could see Jakob Podol having a, a solid outing in this matchup. He's kind of priced appropriately. Um, maybe maybe the doors opened a little bit for like Jordan Nora to continue to get a little bit extra run here. Um, I, I mean, when he's been given extra run, he's been playing really solid. So... I think, you know, Schroeder and Zad gone. Um, that was it for Toronto, right? They traded, like, there there was um, Otto Porter Jr., right? Like, he yeah. got moved. Yeah. And, like, I think two seconds. Lewis. Or something yeah, like and Lewis. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I mean, I think I think we could potentially take shots on Nora if we wanted to take some tournament shots. But I think Jakob Podol and, I mean... I don't hate quickly or Barrett or Barnes. Um, I just think they're all kind of priced appropriately. If I had to lean to any of them, it'd probably be RJ just because I, I, he's been rebounding more. And I think that he just has a little bit more upside than these guys. So that's where I would lean. Oh, let's talk about your Hornets. We got Charlotte at Milwaukee, 241 total. Milwaukee, a 14 point favorite. Ball and Williams out. And then on the Milwaukee side, Damian Lillard missed Thursday's game. So we'll see if he's back or not. Um, Middleton missed Thursday's game. We'll see if he's back or not here. Uh, let's talk Charlotte first. I mean, no ball, no Williams, no PJ Washington, no Gordon Hayward. I mean, yeah, let's talk. Let's talk Charlotte. I mean, there's there's going to be plenty of minutes here. It's just kind of figuring out like who who's going to get the minutes. Is Leaky Black going to play 30 minutes? Um, we know Brandon Miller is going to get his shots up. Bridges is going to get his minutes. Richards is going to have to get minutes in this game. I hate to say it, but like one of Ish Smith or Nick Smith Jr. are going to get minutes in this game. Um, man, Charlotte's ugly. This game shouldn't be close. Yeah, I'm still trying to figure out what we're going to do with Kyle Lowry. We didn't trade him, and maybe we just couldn't find him. I heard there's going to be a buyout. I thought I read there was yeah, going to be a buyout. That's what I'm thinking, too. So I'm not, you know, I'm not really, really sweating it. Um, if I, like, if I, okay, if I had to guess, and I know you're the Horn, like a Hornets fan, but I would assume they'd start Cody, Miller, Leakey, Miles Bridges, and Nick Richards. I'm, I'm I'm about 100 percent sure that's what they're going to do, which leaves a lot of potential second team usage to a guy like McGowan's. The, the only way they don't start Cody, if they don't start Cody, they're going to start Ish Smith. I can tell you that right now. If 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 they don't start him, but my assumption is they start him for what it's worth. Um, and I'm just saying that because when he was out last time, we did something weird. But uh, Cody, I'm, I'm almost positive Cody's going to start. Um, you know, Bridges is, I mean, Bridges and Bridges and, uh, 
and, and Miller are kind of the guys now, Steve. Like that's that's basically what they turned this team into. Like they basically said, "Hey, we we believe in Brandon Miller," and so they it's kind of like they've cleared the way for him to just do his thing, right? Him and Bridges are. I mean, you can't leave out Lamelo. I mean, when Lamelo is well, healthy, I just, I yeah, just yeah. Lamelo's out. This is what, what I'm saying. Sorry, but yeah, not not trying to to uh, to, to uh, you know put anything down on Lamelo. And honestly, Stevie, I would have been okay with them trading Lamelo like to a contender if if we were just going to burn the whole thing down. But once again, Lamelo's. I, I told somebody this earlier. Lamelo's still the reason people come. Oh, to the Hornets so team. we just got an alert that Nick Lakina and Ish Smith have been waived by the Hornets. How many oh active? So how many active players are they going to have in this game? Five. Um, Nick Smith, McGowan's, Thor, nine. If I'm counting right, I count nine. Yeah. So Martin's going to play. Miller's going to play. Bridges is going to play. Leaky Black's going to play. Um, Richards is going to play. Then outside of that, McGowan's will play probably. Uh, I'm going to give him 18 to 20 minutes. I think he's going to have to play more than that. But it's Charlotte, man. We do we do stupid things. I mean, they're only dressed. You're you're only dressing nine people, though. Uh, I mean, are I know. you really are you really going to play GT like GT Th- or JT Thor like 30 minutes? No. They're so play Thor 20 minutes. I don't think they do. Maybe we'll see. But I mean, if you're way, telling me that you think JT Thor is going to play 20 minutes, I might have interest in him at minimum salary. I I think he gets minutes because McGowan's and Nick Smith Jr. now are like the other guys that they're going to play. So when I you get what I'm saying? Like when I'm looking at who they have and who they don't, typically they've played McGowan's and Nick Smith like 15 minutes, like 12 to 15 minutes. So with Ish gone and Frank, uh, Frankie Nicotine gone, I have to assume McGowan's and Nick Smith are now going to play 20-ish minutes, like 20 to 25 minutes, like minimum. You get what I'm saying? And then Thor was already playing like uh, eight, eight to 10 minutes, like, it's, you know, like minimal minutes. But there's no um, – they just traded PJ. PJ being gone as the kicker because oh, yeah. PJ was playing thirty minutes. So Jake, that those minutes have to go somewhere. So unless they're going to play Leaky Black thirty-five minutes, and they might, I, I still think JT Thor gets twenty minutes for what it's worth. Well, I, I could be wrong there, but I, I think he gets twenty minutes. I mean. They're just, they're just going to be down bodies in this game. Derek says, don't force me to play the Smiths. Well, Ish Smith just got waived, so you don't have to play him. Um, don't do that. Brandon Miller is going to play as many minutes as he yeah, can yeah. handle in this game. He's I mean, him and, him and Bridges are not going to come off the floor like Cody Martin. Yeah. Outside of that, I mean, I mean, P.J. Washington's 30 minutes that we're making up for here. Um, it's just, I mean... So let's let's spread those thirty minutes out. Let's say ten goes to Leaky Black and he plays thirty. McGowan gets ten of those minutes and plays twenty five. That's still ten minutes somewhere. Um, Ish Smith is ten Nick, to fifteen. Nick Smith Jr. 
Yeah, I mean, there. I think that there's like a potential. We see a very tight rotation actually from Charlotte in this game, which is very opposite of what we're used to. And like, I, I think we potentially take some shots on this like shorthanded, like this shorthanded team. Yeah. So, because I mean, I mean, like, it doesn't matter in a blowout if you're only dressing nine guys. Um, at this point, they're gonna they're gonna get these guys minutes. So, yeah, I mean, overall. Very interested in, in Miller. I really like Cody Martin. Point guards against Milwaukee has been a thing all year. Um, Milwaukee's on the second end of a back-to-back. This game could play faster. And in large field tournaments, I don't mind taking a shot on McGowan's. Um, yeah, he might get a lot of usage on that second unit and close. Like he could be the guy that steps in and closes now that PJ Washington is gone. Cause they'd love to close with PJ Washington all the time. And now like we potentially see McGowan's close with Miller bridges, Martin and whoever yeah, the they play at the two games until we get yeah. Grant Williams. And uh, God, who else was in that PJ Washington trade? Jesus. It was Grant Williams. Seth Curry's coming. Seth Curry came in that trade and, and like a, like a second round pick or something like that. So, it's going to be interesting. Yeah. I mean, Seth Curry doesn't. I might add another shooter to this team. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm just saying, like, who, who's coming over for the for the PJ deal? Yeah. Oh, all right. Milwaukee, back-to-back. We'll obviously wait and see what's going on with Lillard and Middleton. They got ran out of the gym um, against Minnesota. It stunk because I needed Anthony Edwards to make one more bucket. Oh my good! Don't you hate that? Oh, oh him worst. and him and Kaminga had both of their props tonight, and they both missed it by a bucket, and they both were in blowout wins. And it's just like, what are you going to do? Gillum says Grayson Allen has fourteen assists right now. <laughs> well, I mean, Utah is getting smashed yeah, I mean, by and Booker's out, so I get it. But man, fourteen, jeez, fourteen assists. Yeah, I mean, good for him. Um, <laughs> I know Durant was Durant was um, cruising towards his props, so that was good to see. But that game's not that close either. So, uh, what do we what do we like here for the Bucks, Stevie? I, I want to see if Dame is going to play, but listen, man, Giannis is going to have a nuclear night if this game is anything near close. Stevie, he might have a nuclear night if it's blowout. I mean, we're just not going to have any type of resistance here. I, Giannis is the top play on the slate for me. Like, big-time play. Like him a ton. Uh, if if um, if Dame happens to sit in this game, like, man, it, it's, it, it's going to open up some big-time opportunity for these guys. Like, Malik Beasley's probably going to be in play because he's, uh, you know, with, uh, with uh, Middleton already, and I know he sat the night before, uh, he could sit out Friday as well. Um, it, like Malik Beasley could be a really good play on the cheap end. Um, you know, Jay Crowder's playing big minutes. He could be a good play. It's just a good spot for Milwaukee, man. I think I think Middleton and Lillard sit, and we can take advantage of Connington. Um, really like Bobby Portis in this yeah. game. I think that this is a a good spot for him and. I don't know if it's necessarily chasing or not, but 
I mean, maybe a little bit of AJ Green. Uh, he had he had seven of eight threes in that Minnesota loss. Um, just off was lighting it up. But I mean, maybe if Middleton and Lillard said we could take some shots there, but yeah. main target for me would be Portis and Connington here. You don't nobody on. Sh- I mean, I don't mind Beasley. It's more of like I'm going to attack Portis because Charlotte can't rebound, and now they're probably going to be worse rebounding and. Bobby Portis is a is a hustle guy, and I think this is a great like fifteen to twenty and and twelve type of spot for him. Oh yeah, I mean I don't mind Beasley. I mean Connington's just not going to come off the floor, um, and he's cheaper. But I, I mean, yeah, I could I could play Beasley if Pendleton and Lillard sit. We would assume we would be very close to the same starting lineup: Thomas Lopez, Connington, Beasley for them if those two guys are out again. So, yeah. all right, we got Denver at Sacramento back to back for Denver. That game is just getting kicked off. So we won't know if anybody is going to be out for that one. Two thirty-three and a half. Sacramento, one point favorite. No Duarte for Sacramento. Um, KCP didn't play Thursday. So we'll see if he's back or not. Let's start with Denver. Love three point shooters against Sacramento thing. Um, is this a spot we trust Jamal Murray on the second end of a back-to-back and take some shots? Uh, what are your thoughts on the Nugs? Man, I'm not as high on Murray in this spot at 8,400 um, on, because of the back-to-back, Stevie. But, like, realistically, I mean, it, man, he should have a, a really nice night uh, against Sacramento. So I'm willing to roll the dice, but I, it's not, like, a top priority for me. Um, I don't hate – Michael Porter Jr. spot at 6,100. If he gets 35 minutes, Steve, you talk about three-point shooting. He takes a lot, and I do mean a lot, of three-pointers. That's part of, you know, a fair amount of his shooting in some games, Steve. Like, we've seen him get the double-digit three-point attempts here and there. And so, you know, if he can get to seven or eight in this game, that could really open up his scoring. So I, I don't hate that. Uh, for him, and then of course Jokic at eleven six. We're starting to see a little bit more upside from Jokic here recently, Steve. Excuse me, hiccup there. How did that happen? Uh, starting to see him kind of you know put some some interesting performances together. Like we saw one 26, 16, and seven, 25, 16, and twelve, twenty seven, twenty two, and twelve. Uh, you know twenty nine, eight, and seven. Just you know showing some some consistent upside. And he's been playing fine, but like we're starting to see him hit the sixties, the seventies, the eighties. And so against Sacramento on a back-to-back, I, I, I like him at 11-6. All right, so let's go to the Kings side of this game. I mean, I like the potential of paying up for Jokic and Sabonis on this slate and just playing the two studs from this game, depending on, like, what we're looking at injury-wise throughout the slate. But, I mean, ton of interest in these guys. Um, I really like Kevin Herter's role right now, getting a ton of shots up, um, playing a good amount of minutes every night. Don't mind those two guys. Sacramento is a, a really solid team. And like you're gonna have nights where Fox goes off and Sabonis doesn't, but I always think Sabonis is your best bet when you're looking at Sacramento. Stevie, quick question for you. What is Sacramento doing with Malik Monk? Like he goes through these spells where it's 30 minutes, 30, then 20 minutes, then he falls off a cliff and he's back. Like he's a good play if he's gonna get 30 minutes today. He's a really good player. Just what are they going to do, though? I, I just – I don't know. And he's 50 I think they just got to 
you know, cut their losses here with Harrison Barnes and just keep playing these scores. Yeah, like what exactly? So at fifty six hundred, I'm saying I think Malik Monk's like the best tournament play on this team. Like not not the slate, but this team, Stevie. Like in terms of the performances, Stevie, 50, 41, 40, like the, this is what we're looking for for tournaments. I really like Malik Monk today. Uh, I think it's a good spot for him. Uh, Keegan Murray, I know he only played 20 minutes against Detroit, but typically he's in the 30s. I don't hate him, uh, but you talked about it, man, Sabonis. I mean, his upside, you know, if he hits 60, close to 70, I'm in at 10-3, man. He's been fantastic, Stevie, just doing it all. And the assist numbers, Stevie, have been through the roof. I mean, 7, 15, 10, 7, 13, and it's been consistent. It's not like, you know, he's putting up 3-4, 3-4, and then an explosion consistently hitting that seven to 10 range really like Sabonis. He's been playing fantastic. All right. We finish out this slate with new Orleans at LA taking on the Lakers two thirty-five and a half total in this game. New Orleans, a one point favorite. Najee's questionable. Valanciunas is questionable. Zion is questionable. Uh, let's start with the Pelicans. And I mean, the Lakers second end of a back-to-back Russell did not play Thursday. Um, it's unclear whether or not he'll be back or not. And like LeBron and Anthony Davis on the second end of a back-to-back, we'll definitely see there, but let's talk new Orleans first. Valanciunas and Zion being questionable are, are really interesting to me because like if these guys sit, Larry Nance probably plays 30 close to 30 minutes in this one. Um, Brandon Ingram is a guy that I would love if these guys are out here at 7,700. What do you like for the Pelicans? Yeah, I'm with you 100%. You know, you're talking about Zion here and and Valanciunas, so I think that's a big deal. Um, If both are out, then I think Larry Nance is going to end up being in play, Steve, at 4,200. We'll probably get a little bit more Herb Jones as well at 4,400, but I think you hit the nail on the head here. Both of those guys are Ingram at 7,700, Stevie. That's going to be a fantastic price for a guy that's got 50-point upside here. Even C.J. McCollum at 67 will be in play. I think these are really fair prices. Going into this game, C.B. already knowing that these guys are questionable. So I love the two studs, and then give me some Larry Nance to the back end uh, as a really cheap piece from that side of the ball. Really want to see what happens here with, I mean, like Najee, like they have three potential bigs out for this game. Uh, I mean, Nance would... I think he'd play quite a bit of minutes in this game um, if these guys sit, but really, really like Brandon Ingram here. Lakers are tough. It's a back-to-back for them. What do you like here for LA? Well, I guess we need to know if Russell's going to play or not for this particular game. Suddenly he couldn't play right at the trade deadline, Uh, but hey, what do I know? Uh, AD, though, Stevie, at 10-2. If he plays, this is a domination spot for him. Who's going to stop him? Nobody. Uh, 10-2, really like him. Uh, I think this is a good spot. If if, if uh, Russell sits, I think it's an interesting spot for Austin Reeves, who will probably have to drive the car a little bit more. Probably an interesting spot for LeBron James as well at 9,800. Um, could see some upside from him. I do know, I think Christie started uh, in place of someone, but he's just kind of a low – low uh low usage guy just in general um and, and obviously it might come up some but I, I just i'm not thrilled about 
you know, playing Christie here, but LeBron, AD, and then Austin Reeves. I know those are the main guys, but I, I definitely think that's where you should be keying in on. If only was going to play one person, it would absolutely be AD if he gets little or no resistance without um, Zion and, and, and JV. All right, let's play the morning grind game, and then we'll get out of here. Favorite play under 5K to go 7X. Who do you like? Really like Malik Beasley today, Steve. The guy's really going to get those shots up, going to be shooting from three uh, at 4,900 against Charlotte, man. I just I can't pass it up. Yeah, I mean, I, I like that as well. Um, we talked about it. Uh, man, just kind of digging through all this, I think I'm going to go with Bryce McGowan's today. I, I think his usage is going to be up with that second unit. And, I, I mean, with the fact that, like, as we were talking about this game, they released um, Nick Lakina and Ish Smith. Like, it, it definitely seems like McGowan's could move into, like, P.J. Washington's 30 minutes a game. So um, give me McGowan's here for Charlotte. Over 8K to go under 5X. Who's your bust today? Oh, man, I don't feel great about this, Stevie, but I think it's the right play considering the spot. This has been a really good defensive team, man. Against my better judgment, I'm going to go with Scotty Barnes at 8,500. Houston's been tough. They've been tough. Uh, I'm going to take Scotty Barnes today. Yeah, I, this one's tough for me. I want to I want to say LeBron James, um, but I don't know if he's going to – play in this game or not i've been riding the tyrese maxi like struggle bus um i, oh, think he I'm gonna... Atlanta today. Tough. I know i know um and he he absolutely crushed atlanta the last time they played he put he got he went for like 67 fantasy points so i don't think this is a spot i want to ride like the struggle bus for him um i i mean right now i'm leaning De'Aaron Fox as my bust of the day. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I kind of want to see how this injury news plays out for everybody. Yeah. Who's your favorite 6X play today? Oh, man, CB, we do have a fair amount of injury news that we need to get to. But I'm going to go with someone I feel like is going to play. Sticking in the same game is just the spot, man. Give me Giannis onto the Cooper Going all the way up top here at 11 8. He's going to crush this team. Yeah. I'm going to go to Amon Thompson at 5,300 for Houston. Just like a that. guy that with Van Vliet out should play 30 plus minutes. The Toronto defense has been awful recently. Um, this is definitely a spot I want to target some Houston players. So yeah, like Amon Thompson here at 5,300. Let's get weird GPP play of the day. What do you got for us today, Will? Yeah, I'm going to leak Monk, Stevie. 5,600. Minutes have been on the rise. Production has been on the rise. Don't let me down, Coach Brown. <laughs> Keep Malik Monk in this rotation today, please. GPP play of the day. Or, or let's get weird GPP play of the day, right? Yeah, I mean, a lot of potential options here. Just kind of seeing, you know, digging through it all. Um, my, my lean here is Brooke Lopez. Like, Ooh. Charlotte... I want to be Bobby Portis. I think Bobby Portis is going to get a lot of ownership today. Uh, Brooke Lopez, this is a really good spot for him. Um, he's not a guy that's going to rebound anyway. And, like, they just don't really have anybody to kind of guard him. Like, Richards is not going to go out to the three-point line and guard Brooke Lopez. So, I think this is a spot 
we're going to potentially, and it's not up yet because they're on a back to that, but we could potentially look at like his three point prop um, in this game. I think that's something to watch here. If it comes in at like one and a half, I think we take the over on that one. Uh, speaking of bets, let's go to player props and pick them. Anything standing out to you here? When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Oh, we lost Will. Um, I don't know what just happened. He, We lost him. He's gone. It says that he's not connected anymore, so I don't know if he froze out on this or not. But I do have one that I like today as far as player props, and I'm going to go to Tobias Harris over 23.5 points. They're playing a fast uptick in pace here going up uh, against Atlanta. We love targeting Atlanta. They play fast. They don't play a lot of defense. He has played them three times this season, and he's averaging almost 25 points per game against them. They just played not too long ago, and he put up 32 actual points in that one. So really like Tobias Harris over 23.5 points. Will is back, um, randomly disconnected. He's like, I'm not playing the morning grind game here. Um, any player prop or pick them that you like today? So you're probably going to notice I'm coming through a little bit differently. Somehow I mistakenly pulled out my USB cable that has all my my external mic, my external camera. So that's why I'm probably coming through very weird. Sorry about that. But uh, for me, man, I'm going to stick with something that's brought me home all season or, or at least recently over the past you know, several weeks since the trade. Uh, I talked about Scotty Barnes. He's been somewhere around six and a half to seven and a half rebounds. Give me less than that, man. It's just it's been a, it's been a print fest with that one. So uh, like that a whole lot. Uh, on the sports books, he is currently at six and a half. Yeah, and you can get plus money on under six and a half. Um, yeah. So there you go. Uh, any lines standing out to you here? Over unders? Any of that stuff? Give me. Ho, ho, ho. Come on, buddy. Come on, buddy. Yeah, I, I think this is wrong, Stevie. This to me, this is very wrong. Give me the give me the Rockets plus three. Yeah, I bet them that was actually mine. I bet them at plus two and a half. Um, I really like that. If you see it at three, take advantage of that. Toronto is 28th in defensive rating over the last five games. They just have been playing terrible defense they've allowing a ton of points per game houston's a much better defensive team and i think this is a really good spot for taking the i mean road dog here um so give me i'm with will uh give me houston plus two and a half here you found it at three but yeah houston plus two and a half any final thoughts before we get out of here my friend negative man thanks so much for uh hanging in there with us and We'll see you guys again next week. Should be should be back, and then we're heading into the All Star break. Who's winning the big game? Uh, give me the Chiefs. All right, everyone. I hope you have a fantastic weekend. 
enjoy the last weekend before the real sport starts. NASCAR. Um, yes, I said it. <laughs> Have a good one. We'll be back Monday talking hoops. We'll see you then.